Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm Joss. And you're listening to Breaking the Curtain, the podcast where we interview our theater idols and chat all about the history behind your favorite musicals. So sit back, relax, and and enjoy enjoy the episode. When Rent opened in London's West End in 1998, the poor reviews from the British press would eventually become the very least of their issues. In 2007, Jonathan Larson's life work would be flipped into a tragic, reworked West End production named Rent Remixed. Yes, you heard that correctly. Now, if that title alone does not take you to the darkest place imaginable, we are going to deep dive into the history of this production and give detailed accounts of the remixed songs, scenes, and so, so much more. I've actually never heard of this one before. That's probably because I purposely left it out of the Jonathan Larson Legacy episode, and I don't remember if it made it into our Rent show history episode it might have it might have made it in there that being said for those of you listening if you don't know anything about rent or jonathan larson go listen to those episodes from seasons one and three because we are going to focus solely on rent remixed in this episode and to truly understand the fuckery that occurred with this version you need to listen to those episodes first you know i'm always down for some fuckery always let's go (laughs) hit me chrissy okay alrighty. So I don't think we've ever had an episode where I just don't know where to begin. Uh, Usually we talk about the plot of the show and then go into a deep dive of the history. But the plot of this version of the show is hard to explain because so much of it does follow the plot of Rent, but barely. (laughs) This version really doesn't have a plot and provide it almost like a vignette surrounding a group of young people in New York City. The storyline does, however, still follow Mark and Roger as roommates, Mimi and Roger struggling with AIDS, Maureen and Joanne and Collins and Angel in their relationships. However, it is noted many times in different blog posts and reviews that I've read that Angel barely has any scenes in drag, so I really don't know what's happening with that plotline in this. Mark is still a filmmaker capturing every moment with a video camera hanging around his neck. Uh, But here's the catch, okay? Because there's always a catch with these revivals, but especially ones like this. Instead of being set in the early 90s, it is set in the present day. So at that time, it would have been around 16 years into the future. Ooh. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting, considering... When the height of the AIDS crisis was, but okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something for sure. In early 2007, Variety and theater news outlets began reporting that a newly reworked version of Rent would take a spin on the West End stage later that year, with direction by William Baker, who is primarily known as a fashion designer and stylist for Kylie Minogue. Not only was this going to become the first non-replica production of Michael Greif's production, this was also William Baker's debut as a theater director. And when asked how he would handle the changes, he is quoted saying, I'm approaching it in the same way I would approach a Kylie show or tour. When Rent was first produced, Jonathan tragically died at the point when it would have been tightened up. The show has become frozen as a kind of sacred text. It looked and sounded very much of its time. Audiences have changed since then, and I think it needed reappraising for a London audience. Baker added that his rent is a digital production for a digital world, more a pop opera than a rock opera. Each song has been reorchestrated to match the character who sings it. All great songs can be remixed. 
We've kept the vocal melodies, but the sound is completely different. We've edited a lot and taken it down to its core. Down to the core relationships and issues. Okay, so there is like so much to unpack here. I don't know where to start. Yeah, you know, I don't even know where to start with all that. But um, the point is, he literally missed the point. He said the point and he missed it, you know, how Rent has been unaltered as a sacred text. It's like, yeah, that's the whole point. That's, that's the point, man. You just wandered on by it. And mm. not all great songs can be remixed. Actually, great songs should not be remixed. Unless it's the Joseph Mega Mix, and then all bets are off. First of all, I want to say that I am a firm believer that you can dip your toes into absolutely anything. If you're a musician, you want to try acting, go for it. Uh, a painter who wants to pursue singing lessons, why the hell not? A pop star's stylist who has never directed and decides to tackle the biggest turning point in musical theater of that era for his debut and turn it into a pop opera instead of its original form as a rock opera. That's a little far-fetched for me, not gonna lie. And being honest, I have a bit of trouble understanding why anyone at the Larson estate would just hand over the rights to this production because from my knowledge there has always been so much integrity in honoring John's final work. Uh, I also think it's okay to have a show be frozen in time in like a specific time period you know what I mean. I don't see why that would be an issue when the show itself is meant to take place in well, around like 89 to 90, you know, like they use answering machines. That's quite a big part of the show. You wouldn't change Heather's and like set it in the 2010s, you know, like the 80s dialogue is a big part of what makes that show work. You know, I agree entirely with what you're saying about Rent uh, because of its historical, I think, value is how um, Jonathan Larson addressed the AIDS crisis because he was one of the first people to kind of do that on such a large platform. That being said, mm. I think Heather's, you could rewrite it and rework it into modern time period and it would be freaking awesome. But why would you? Like, I think that's a bad example. Well, I don't think so because we have Mean Girls, which is the same thing. And we also have Carrie, which is very similar in that same vein of teen angst shows which i mean this episode is not about that so we won't get into it in this but it is something that relies heavily on the 80s dialogue that you couldn't replicate and say in 2010s i mean you just couldn't do that i think you could but i digress rent should have been left where it was i think we can agree on it now i can understand the mindset in wanting to have a successful run in london's west end after it flopped there and I mean, like, it really, really flopped there with reviewers. There was a London reviewer who at the time is quoted saying the best career move Jonathan Larson ever made was to die, which is all accounts of gross and fucked up and disturbing. And I don't know why anyone would even say that if you hate the show. Um, it's just gross. But we won't we won't linger on that because, you know, I have a lot to say about it. So yeah, I really do think whoever handed over the rights for this reduction to be produced must have wanted a sort of redemption for the show. And with the new age of theater goers, there is definitely like a difference in the type of theater that UK audiences versus Broadway audiences enjoy seeing. We're kind of seeing that right now with Andrew Lloyd Webber's Bad Cinderella and how things got changed through transfers. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think Rent is such an American story. Mm. So what would you say the difference is audience-wise? Well, I think Broadway tends to prefer the more grounded and gritty theater. And the UK is more vibrant and experimental. Uh, they 
have a lot more pop rock based shows too. Although I don't know if like if the theater goers over there particularly enjoy those types of musicals more. It's definitely a trend that we see there. More jukebox musicals get produced over there too and do very well uh considering like it's a 95% chance it would totally flop on Broadway. <laughs> So it does make sense to me, at least, why something like Rent that is super grounded and minimalistic set-wise and costume-wise ran for less than two years in London's West End and ran for 12 years on Broadway. That being said, Rent wasn't completely praised in reviews over here either for being a great piece of theater, but I know many fans around the world would disagree. Keep in mind, you, you are listening to two Canadians discuss the differences in British versus American theatre, so I might be totally wrong, but it's what I've noticed in my years of studying and loving theatre. <laughs> Anyways, soon after the initial plans were revealed, an announcement followed that the revival would take place at the Duke of York's Theatre in London's West End, with performer Oliver Thornton as Mark, Luke Evans as Roger, Craig Stein as Benny, Leon Lopez as Collins, Francesca Jackson as Joanne, Jay Webb as Angel, and Siobhan Donaghy as Mimi. While many did speculate at first that Adina Menzel might join the cast in the role of Maureen, of which she originated, Denise Van Outen was later announced. Nah, man, Adina Menzel wasn't coming back for this nonsense. <laughs> she wasn't gonna be there. Anybody who, like, was in rent would not that? be coming like, to do this. No offense. Like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Siobhan took to MySpace writing, Last week I flew to New York to see Rent on Broadway and totally understood why it is about to become the second longest running musical over there. We need it revamped over here for a London audience, and that's what we're doing. We're about to head into rehearsal, and the show opens for previews in October. I have turned down many work commitments I had previously in order to do this show, as I feel something very special is being created. You know, good for her. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so it seems like the whole point of this was to revamp Rent for a London audience. Yes, that is All what right. it seems like. <laughs> So then posters began popping up around London featuring the cast set against a vibrantly colored brick wall with rent written in pink at the bottom. On a forum that I read, a user by the name of Rebecca commented that there is a mistake in the rent remixed poster, noting that it says in the E521,600 minutes rather than the iconic 525,600 minutes. I would say those missing 4,000 minutes are likely due Due to the amount of minutes folks lost of their lives sitting through performances of this show. That's harsh. Don't think it ran that long. No, it did not. But, you know. That's harsh. But, uh, hmm. yeah, maybe they're just not good at math. I mean, I'm not, but. <laughs> I don't know. But anyone to mess up one of the most iconic lines in an iconic Broadway song, I mean, clearly they did not know what the fuck they were doing. And, I mean, they didn't. We'll get there, though. All right. Now, this is where I get curious. I was wondering, how long is this nonsense going to run? So, okay. Rent Remixed began previews on October 1st, 2007, before opening on October 15th, 2007. Interestingly enough, reviews were split between tearing down Baker's direction and Larson's original work as a whole. Some felt the original piece desperately needed the facelift, while others disagreed. The following are the changes we found through many reviews, forums, and blog articles. 
While the show takes place in impoverished Manhattan, the set itself was actually quite chic, showcasing an otherwise nice living space. As mentioned, it takes place in Manhattan, making the characters Americans. But Mimi, Angel, and Mark were defined as being British. How weird is that, though? That makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, to me, Rent is an American story. It really is. Like, you can tell it anywhere, but it's a time capsule of America America. at that time. At that time in history. And, yeah, I wouldn't muck with that. But you know what? Accents are hard. Accents are hard, but I mean, wouldn't you find... I feel like the remixed versions of these songs are not a hard sing. No offense. Um, I think you could have found anyone capable enough to do the American accent and sing the songs. I don't know. I don't know. But very odd to me. And also, songs were shuffled around, notably cutting Seasons of Love and putting it in as an encore. That's why they got the numbers wrong. Yeah, they had no clue what, what song it was. It wasn't in the show. Tango Maureen was pushed later in the act and now featured a dance break, with Christmas Bells becoming the Act 1 finale. Act 2 opened with Over the Moon, followed by La Vie Bohème. What You Own was now a ballad sung by Mark with lyric changes. This is weird. Really weird. Fucking weird. The iconic voicemails were now spoken rather than sung, including one by Kylie herself. The remixes of the score were arranged by Steve Anderson and featured a four-piece band, relying heavily on the use of computerized audio tracks as well. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And can I just say that I'm positive? Well, I'm not positive. I don't know for a fact. I mean, this is my own brain just making this up. But I think there's no way they didn't want to give Kylie a credit for theater on the West End. I think that's why this production happened, because they were like, we have to put Kylie in here, get her a West End (laughs) credit, because I work with her. Um, That's what I'm assuming this this fashion designer said, but (laughs) who knows? It would make sense, though, right? Because that's an easy way to get a credit for theater. I guess. But what what gets me, I'm just very shocked that the country of Shakespeare didn't appreciate rent. Like, I feel like rent is very Shakespearean. And I don't know. Mm. in, In so many ways, it has that sort of raised level of artistic form but you know fair enough you like what you like but I don't know why they thought this was the way to make it more likable to people because um from what I've seen no no hate to any of the cast they're obviously talented but like there were some really interesting choices made here that should not have been made I feel like it's kind of panto-y in the sense that it's just so You know how Pantos take songs and they remix them Mm. and all that. I feel like that's kind of the vibe here. And, you know, like Americans don't like Panto, whereas it's all the rage in the UK, which is cool. That's your thing. That's awesome. Uh, But Rent is like just not the right show to do that with. (laughs) Like, it just, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, Rent isn't a choice I'd make when it came to remixing musicals. That's kind of the one you stay far away from. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the songs themselves were insanely different, specifically the sateen jazzy moment for Mimi's iconic Out Tonight and the yeehaw-fied version of La Vie Bohème. Happy New Year questionably sounds like Madonna's holiday, like to a T, which is very weird. And obviously it has to be something they did on purpose, because like, why would you kind of sample holiday and not make it known? Like, it's super known that it sounds like that. 
100%. Also, this version of Rent is extremely white, which is disgusting and problematic within its own self. The only members of the cast who were not white were Collins and Angel. Again, can we talk about missing the point of Rent? Yeah. Rent what, that was one of the first shows to feature so much diversity on stage. Mm-hmm. It was a turning point, man. Like, come on. Did this guy even read? Did he even see Rent? Like, I assume did he, he must have Did he had read to? the script when he got it? Like, <laughs> No, but I'm just so surprised that the estate let this go on. Like, I, like you said, it's one of the very first productions to really continuing through the years to make that a point of rent. And this just was like, no, nah, let's put the most famous white people we can think of in the show and put it on a West End stage. And I just, ugh, I could yell about it. As you know, we do not bash performers here. That is not something we do. However, the acting from this was shockingly cringe. Shockingly. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a directorial choice. Just based on the content that I've seen, I'm thinking that was a choice made not by the actors. I mean, you could just, you could sense that the actors themselves were not feeling the piece. And that totally makes sense, all things considered. (laughs) Yeah, how embarrassing. So the production obviously did not last very long because the British audience members also just did not think it was good at all. Um, And if you watch clips on YouTube, you'll hear them all just like laughing at the sheer embarrassment of it all in the audience. So it didn't work out. It closed in February. uh, It closed in February 2008. It was to February? Wow. Honestly, that's a lot longer than I thought it would run. Like you said, open yes. in October. I was like, so closed by December? <laughs> it was meant to run until spring uh, 2008, but ended up closing early in March of 2000, in February or maybe hey, March, hey, I don't hey. know. February, I think, of 2008. Um, <laughs> that being said, I've known so many shows that have closed within weeks of opening that were absolutely brilliant. So I really don't know what the hell was happening here, but it Whoop. wasn't good stuff. <laughs> Sorry. So now we have a really fun new segment. I'm excited. A segment that I have lovingly called Name That Rent Remix. So right before hitting record, I've sent Jocelyn five snippets of tracks I found on YouTube from Rent Remixed. They are all untitled. She will have to guess which song it is. Obviously, you all are not allowed to hear what it is because we don't want our podcast taken down. <laughs> we no copyright here. <laughs> no copyright here. But yeah, Jocelyn has not heard any of these before. All right, here we go. Jocelyn, go ahead. Click on track number one. What? Hold on. I need to hear that again. You're a bastard. You picked one where the lyrics were changed. <laughs> Those are actually the correct lyrics. I know. You're shocked. No. Yep. <laughs> what the, the fuck is this? So track number one that you just listened to is Happy New Year. No. That was Happy New Year. And it sounds like Holiday by Madonna, right? Really? I was like, this sounds like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> I mean, listen, the remixes, like, if they weren't Rent remixes, I think I'd like them because, like, they're oh. catchy, they're fun, they're kind of stupid, and I'm that, I'm that kind of gal, but, like, the fact that it's Rent, I'm like, uh-uh. Alrighty, go ahead and check out track number two. All right, let's do this shit. Okay. Is it La Vie Bohème? 
Yeah, that is the yeehawified intro to Levy Bohem. <laughs> Bohem! Da da da! Bohem! Da da da! It sounds like Joseph and the Amazing Technical. It does. That one really does. Yeah, I I agree with that. Let's do the next one. I'm enjoying this. All righty. Go ahead. Click track number three. Is this the sexy jazz out tonight? Yes, that is the sexy jazz out tonight. That sounds kind of like, uh, you know, the song Fever. It sounds like that, right? Here's the thing, though. She's wearing a costume that looks like an exact replica of the sparkling diamond sateen costume. Does sateen have a top hat as well? Like those, that little like. Yeah, she does. does, It's exactly like that. It's very. She sure does. It's a weird choice. You know, that being said, the only thing I really like about this is the out tonight as like a jazz standard. I think that's very interesting take. And I think it works as a standalone. Yes. No, I totally agree. I would enjoy it on like someone, like a performer putting out like a solo album. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. It's very hot. Yeah. Alrighty, go ahead, check out track number four. Number four. All right. <laughs> this one's weird. Okay, stop giggling. I can't hear it. <laughs> Shush. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sounds kind of like a Brian Adams song. Give me a minute. Um is it without you? No. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. It's what you own. Ooh. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me listen no, again. No, it doesn't work though. I hear it now though. Like yes. Once I once you once said you it. know what it is, yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice. Out tonight, jazz is still like my favorite. Okay. So like I said, it's it's a solo to begin with uh, by Mark, and the lyrics are changed. Which once again, I'm wondering how they gave this director so much freedom to fuck with the words to some of Broadway's most iconic songs but they did and I'm still yeah I don't know how that works alrighty check out track number five all right final track hold on it sounds like a chorus line give me one more yes hold on huh I'm not going to guess. Is it? I'm just going to say a rent. Is it rent? No. Okay. What is know? it? It's today. Is it for take you. me or leave me? Today, today for, for you. you. Yeah. I hear it now. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm here. Okay. That makes it's, more sense. But it's super weird. The beginning of that one, which I was almost going to use for you, you would have never guessed. It sounds exactly like something from Joseph, like a thousand percent. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one is like the part after that. I will send you the part before later on so you can hear it too because it's like, it's so Joseph. So yeah, you you failed, but you know what? Hey, I got one out of five, so that's not... You got one out of five, but let me just say, I think that tells you everything you need to know because you are a big, 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 massive Rent fan mm-hmm. for you to get one out of five. Right? Right? I've been listening to this for the last 10 years of my life. You'd think I'd be better at it, right? Right? Yeah. So that that tells you everything you need to know about how different these remixed songs were. I think it's really interesting. Like, obviously, like, I personally think this is a horrible choice. But since it's out there, I'd really recommend everybody going to look at it because it's it's kind of yeah. baffling. I'm I'm quite baffled by by it. I read that there's some dialogue changes as well. Uh, Mimi sort of just says like, 
Oh, I forget what she says, but she has one line after she wakes up again that she says. Yeah, it's not like that on Broadway. Like she has a whole thing. And in this one, she just says like one really weird straggler of a line. I don't know. This is all just really weird in my head. But if you want to check it out, there is some clips on YouTube. I mean, they're not the most legal clips ever. Someone definitely took their Android phone in there or their Blackberry and and they took a little sneaky clip for the YouTubes. Um, (laughs) But you can check it out, see what we are going on about. There is some recordings that were done in studio without you is one of them that being said without you sounds pretty similar to the original so like it's it's hard to get a good vibe off of that song same as seasons of love sounds similar so i don't know except you know (laughs) they don't know how many minutes are in a year they don't know how many minutes are in a year and if you haven't seen rent at all and you're listening to this just you know out of the blue Go watch Rent filmed live on Broadway like Jonathan Larson intended the show to be. And let us know what you think. If you saw Rent remixed, we want to know. We want to know every bit of your experience seeing that show. Yeah, I want all the freaking details. We don't want to know if you went out to have a smoke at intermission. but All like, of them. Besides that, we will take everything. Give it all to us. <laughs> well, Chrissy, thank you so much for teaching me about Rent Remixed today. Um, while I think I could have gone my whole life without having to hear that it existed, um, I had fun learning about it. <laughs> and that's what's important. We hope you all did too. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Breaking the Curtain. Yeah. As always, I'm Chris. I'm Joss. Together we are Breaking, Breaking the, the curtain. curtain, and you can find us wherever you like to listen to musical theater podcasts. Bye! Bye.